<laughs> is going on? How are you been doing? Good. How are you? It's good to finally see you. It's good. It's been pretty good living life. Um, you know, I feel like LA, I feel like everything's about to shut down again. I know. I'm scared. I heard like New York is doing something like, I don't know. It's like you have to be vaccinated to go to like the gym and restaurants and everything now. Yes. Events. I'm not sure if they actually pulled that through, but I actually got a mail from Planet Fitness, like announcing that they're going to change their policies again. So I'm like, no. How's it like been? How's it life been out there? Cause New York summers like are lit as hell. So I'm like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> literally, like I've been outside. Like people, people have been outside. Like parties are back. Everything is open. Times Square is busy again. So the summer has been good compared to what it was last year. Like I've been going to parties. I've been having fun. No shade. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. Um. So pretty much we're talking about you today, <laughs> uh, where you come from, everything, all that. Just know your backstory pretty much. So, um, yeah, let's start with just yourself. Like, where are you from and everything? Like, I was born and raised in Houten, which is in the Netherlands. So I'm actually from overseas. And um, when I got older, I studied in Amsterdam. And uh, I'm a professional dancer. And then eventually I was like, oh my God, I went to America once and I was just like, oh my God, like this is the place to be for me. Like, what do I need to do in order to get here? So I've just been basically dancing all my life. And I did a musical when I was like eight years old. And I feel like I just happened to roll into the dancing career, not really knowing that I loved it so much. Um, so yeah, I'm from the Netherlands and I'm just, you know, trying to make it happen in New York. Like everybody does. <laughs> when did you, uh, when did you first come to America? You just said that. Like, when did you first come to America? I think it was in 2016. I went to Philadelphia for a summer dance intensive. And then, um, my friend's cousin picked us up in I think it was LaGuardia or JFK. I don't remember. And then he like made a stop at Times Square and then he drove us to Philadelphia. So I made a stop at Times Square when I got here and then we went to Philly, which was really nice as well. That's dope. When did you first realize you like you wanted to start dancing? Um, I think I was 16 years old when I was like, okay, you know what? I want to study this. I want to like professionally study this and make this my career. And I was a little like hesitant because no one in my family went to like a dance college or like pursued dance. So I was like, uh, should I do this? Should I not do this? But then the first week of school, I was like, oh my God, like I'm in pain. Like my body is hurting, but I feel at home. So I just happened to work hard and just, I just, yeah, I found home. Were you like people like or like your like parents and everything like supportive of you going to do it? Kind of like some people like when they're like getting into the arts and everything, they don't like their parents aren't supportive. They kind of want them to be like a lawyer or a doctor or something like that. Were they like supportive? I've been very blessed. They've been very supportive. But I also have to say, my mom knows if Maggie wants something, there is no way in talking me out of it. Like I truly do what I want to do. So it's just like, mom, this is what I want to do prepare because I'm going to do it but they've been very supportive with my dancing career and that's just been that's been amazing 
they never told me when is it time for you to get like a real job or like shouldn't you be doing something else like of course sometimes I will get questions where they will be like like are you sure and I'm like yes I'm sure that's good. my mom used to trip on me she's like what are you doing and then now it's like okay cool I'm glad I have that okay she used to so trip like <laughs> No, my mom used to be like, yo, you got to actually do this, da 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 Okay. Why are you tripping for it? They see, you like, know. Can I live my life? You lived yours. Can I live my life? Exactly. Uh, what do people like overseas think of Americans? I just, I always just have to ask everybody that. That's from Fort. Like, what do people overseas think? I'm laughing. <laughs> okay. Every response would be like, yo, they need to shit on Americans. I'd be dying. Really? Yeah. Honestly, I feel like we look up to America when it comes down to um definitely when it comes down to the dance world definitely when it comes down to the arts like the limits here are endless you can move out of your hometown and make it happen somewhere like America is the true definition of having nothing and building yourself up to something so I think we look up to that for sure I do think we question the government a little bit and like Not everybody does. I don't, it's you facts. know what I'm is tired of them. Um sometimes we think y'all a little crazy, you know, a facts. little bit in your face. But there's for me, there's beauty in that, you know, and I feel like I've been lucky enough to get best of both worlds because Dutch people, Europeans, we can be very laid back, very comfortable, you know, it's like cause everything is um put together so well it's just like things will come like I'm not stressed out but here it's just like no if I'm not gonna go to audition for this I'm not gonna get this job someone else is gonna get it like there is so much competition here that you just have to show up and like be ready to fight for it so it's just it's that hunger here that I'm like yes the discipline, the work ethic, everything. Oh, yeah, you had like the nicest answer out of everybody asked like, from like foreign. No. We, really? You no, know, yeah, everybody's like, yo, Americans are stuck up. That is, they were in, I was dying. I don't really, I don't really like, I claim half of it because like my mom's from Trinidad. So I'd be yeah. like, you know, I'm Trinidad. <laughs> and I grew up in the Trinidadian household. Like it's everything's Caribbean music, soca, everything. Yeah. So it's just like, but no, you have to definitely nice it. Are you like anything besides outside? Like, uh, would it be Dutch over there? Yeah, I'm half Surinamese, half Dutch. Uh, dope, dope, dope. So like, can you like speak some Dutch for me? Because that's actually kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, what do you want me to say? I don't know. Just say something okay. in Dutch okay. and then tell me what it means afterwards. Um... Hoi iedereen, ik ben Maggie van den Heuvel en ik ben nu op een Zoom call voor een podcast, gezellig met Wayne. En uh, ik heb het super erg naar mijn zin en ik ben blij dat ik, deze, dat ik een gast mag zijn voor deze podcast. I just basically said, my name is Maggie van den Heuvel and I'm very excited to be on this Zoom call with Wayne's podcast. And I'm just really happy to be, to get invited. Well, that's uh, so cool, man. Can I take German in high school and it's just like... Or Deutsch, they call it Deutsch over there. But it's just, I don't know. I should have I took something different. They only had like Spanish, French, and German. And everybody used to be in Spanish and French. So I used to yeah. be, I just like, let me go German. Do you know some words? Because I know how to speak uh, a little bit. Uh, I, just, I think it's Vigate is there. Like, how are you? 
has gave me good. <laughs> I don't want to keep doing. It. I want to bear something. <laughs> ah, that was really good. Like we're no, having no. a German conversation here. No, <laughs> no, 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 dude. Like if I went there, like if I really had to, then like I'll do it. But like, no, nah, I'm just personally not comfortable just talking it. Like if I got lost in Germany, I'd be like, okay, well, I need to break out the German. <laughs> yeah, work, go off. But yeah. I feel like a different language is like when you learn that, you can like follow that into a certain extent. But when you get into the environment, like let's say if you will go to Germany and they start kicking and talking to each other, that's where I get lost because it goes no, just yeah. No, I'd be lost as hell. I'd be like, I just, I'd, I'd honestly, honestly probably talk if I just got lost. <laughs> but okay, I need to start talking and they're probably not going to understand me. But no. So when did you like start learning the different, like different languages? Like, cause your English is actually pretty good. So when did you like start learning English and everything? You learned that in high school, like you have to take English. So I think you, that's a while ago. How old was I? How old, how old are you when you go to high school? 16? Nah, 16, 17 we learn it at a young age and I think like kids start to learning as well because I didn't have it in school when I was younger but I remember like my cousins I know that they are like learning English like we actually have like you know you know Dora so we would have the Dutch version and I think that there's even a Dora where it has like English where it introduces English words so I learned it in high school, but like the younger generation, like they learn it as soon as they can like watch television. Oh, that's dope. I wish it was like this over here, like you learn different languages. It seems like English is just like, all right, over here is just English. And then you take like two years of whatever and then you're good. But I wish it kind of was like mandatory that you kind of just like learn stuff. That'd be actually kind of cool. Yeah. Is there any like certain languages you want to speak? Mm, I would actually, while well, coming here, I would love to know how to speak Spanish because a lot of people, you know, speak Spanish. I know your Spanish is that's legit, but I have no clue. LA, you just learned in like a month just being LA. <laughs> in a month? Yeah, just, just being around. It's a lot of Spanish people out here. LA is cool though. Yeah. But I remember I went to East LA College, so it's all the Spanish people. I was like, yeah. oh, this is actually. And I understand like some of the Bad Bunny songs and everything. It was mad cool. <laughs> oh, anyway, I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, what are we doing? Talk about uh, dancing. So, like, who was like the first person um, you like looked up to, like dance wise? I would say it was my mentor, which is Anthony Burrell. Like, he's the perfect ex- um, example of being a contemporary contemporary dancer but being able to do everything like he does it all like it doesn't matter what style he just knows how to translate movement and how to to sell it how to tell stories and it's just like his the way he approaches dance and his knowledge is just insane like you you can literally put me in a room with this man and like I will just watch and observe and learn from him so he's definitely someone that I look up to respect trust and that I'm really appreciative of definitely Anthony Burrell yeah no, like well, how much time do you like put in for like just doing like a dance routine Cause I know like I feel like that's more of a sport than golf 
like so like i feel like like how much like that's that shit looks hard as fuck like some of the moves you guys be doing everything i was like yo i'm never gonna even try to even like <laughs> attempt it like just messing around so like how long does like just like just practicing your choreography like how often do you do like how many hours a day do you spend on that um i would say if you're with a modern like let's say if you're with a company you will come in at 10 and you finish at five you would like take class maybe let's say like 10 to 12 and then you have a lunch break and then one to five is just straight like rehearsal 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 and i feel like even as dancers ourselves, we go home and we go over the steps because we want to be prepared for the next day. Like we put in a lot of hours and I feel like there is a limit to your hours because you come into the office and you leave. But then even when we go home, we make a few more hours. It's so insane. Like I was talking about this with my friend, like we just never stop. So I would say if you're with a ballet company or a contemporary company you literally work 10 to 5 um let's say if you're going to do a music video it depends on who you're working with but that could be a week of learning choreography two weeks of learning choreography if things need to happen fast it could be two days like it truly depends on who you work for what are the circumstances and you just need to get it together but usually like we train a lot, we train so much. And then the learning, like it just never stops. So um, am I answering your question? Just making sure that no, I- Oh yeah, you didn't. <laughs> no, no, you Sometimes I tend to like go to places that I should not go. So I'm just like, let me actually make sure that no, I'm- in. We all do that. Um, what's like the, like the hardest, like, I don't even know how to put it, like dancing, like, like is it do like, in a music video or like say you're doing like a live show like what's like the hardest one to prepare for a live show because when you <laughs> oops shh, don't don't okay when you record something things can be cut out and edit but when you have a live performance you have one time only so I feel like with um shooting a music video there is this no, I should not say comfortable, but if things are not going well, you can always like take another shot or um, you can edit things or like replace something with something else. And I feel like with a live, live performance, like you have an audience in front of you and, you know, you have three minutes, maybe five minutes to perform and that's it. So I feel like it's both difficult because in the end, you need to make sure that you um, you need to make sure that you execute the choreography right. Doesn't matter whether you're, whether you're on set or whether you're performing live or not. You need to do your job. But I think that yeah, live performance comes also with you know getting nervous before you go on stage, and like every live performance is different. Like none of them are the same. So I think live performance definitely has a little bit more things to like think about as a professional dancer. So what sure. are like some things like say like if I went to like one of your live performances thing I can't even speak right now. Uh, <laughs> what like what are some things that like the people like don't see like leading up to it? I think what they don't see for me is that I 
in the wings it's just right before you go on stage for me it's so crazy but I like to go over choreography again like that's something you don't see like once I'm on the stage it's confidence I know what I'm doing like I know I'm performing but when I'm in the wings like you don't know that I'm going over the step just to make sure that I won't forget anything which is crazy because you rehearsed it so you know it and I think there's just an intense of you get into this zone of focus that people also don't see. Like, is for me, it's always something very like serious. I get very quiet and very to myself in order to do what I need to do on stage. So I feel like the audience don't necessarily see like what goes on in the wings. And let's say if you have an injury, that's also something that you are personally dealing with, but that is something you cannot show to the audience. So there are a lot of things like, let's say you don't feel good, but you still have to like, if the piece is a happy piece, you can't decide that day that you're not gonna perform the happy piece. So I think there could be a lot of things going on, but I guess I would say that like the nerves and the adrenaline in your body is something that day that they won't see because that happens in the wings for me. What's like some of like the worst injuries you had like during like like going up to like a doing like a live performance or anything? Uh hamstring injury. Oh my god! Because once you get one, they keep coming back. Like you do like foam roll. Yes. Yeah. Foam roll, machine gun, balls. Um, yeah, I snatched my hamstring once, and then I had to do a show, and we just had to change the choreography because. As a dancer, you also have to be responsible and be like, I cannot risk hurting my body for a piece of four minutes. And it's annoying because I feel like we're always trying to work hard and try to push through, but I just injured my hamstring. I need to listen and like set the boundary of I cannot do this. So I think the hamstring injury has definitely been one that just like keeps coming back and it's kind of difficult to deal with that I also had like a shoulder injury that kind of messed me up because at some point I just could not lift my shoulder up but I think the hamstring injuries just when did yeah. you because you said um yeah to switch up your choreography for the hamstring like how long did you have until like it was showtime to switch the choreography up thank god we had a week oh. so that's like it wasn't like on the spot um thank god but it's definitely frustrating for the choreographer because we had like legs going here and then I was like going through my legs and it was like the choreography was legit and we just had to change that because I could not stretch my hamstring anymore because it just snapped like what am I gonna do like pull it even further mm -hmm. I feel like that injury actually is kind of still like haunting me um but that's a part of it. Do people like normally speak up when they have an injury or they just go with it flow? No, I think that's I, like a really responsible to do because like, okay, you keep ruin the entire show if you just, you know what I'm saying, while you're on there instead of letting somebody know. So I just, do people normally do that or just no? People keep going, but I know usually people keep going, but I also know people that just like have called out on a show. They're like, no, I'm not doing this because I can't and that's just the way it is I feel like it's for dancers sometimes hard to like set that boundary because it's like you said it's kind of a thing where it's like well like the people are here they're coming you need to do a show 
we cannot have you not performing. But then again, it's like, we are not machines. We're still human beings. And if, if, if I need to take care of my body by saying no, then I need to do that. Mm-hmm. Do you encourage people like to start doing that, like going forward? Kind of like in sports and everything, like people, like you get hurt, they're like, you got to just keep going or go back into the game or you got to da 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 and they just want to. And it's like, damn, you can really get like a life series injury doing that. I feel like that's so personal for everybody. But if you need to make a decision that is best for your body, say no. Absolutely. If you feel like you can... And even this is such a wrong mindset. I w- I'm about to say, if you feel like you can push it, push it. But who, who am I pushing it for? Because pushing an injury can lead you to not being able to perform at all for a long time. So it's just like, why? And you get replaced really fast. So why would I risk one injury? Why would I risk my career? Like, why would I risk one performance knowing that this might impact me for the upcoming two years. Um, so I think that's a really personal thing. And I think it's always right to speak up for your body because you know your body the best. You know what you can and what you cannot do. So like, what would be like the highlight of your dance career so far? It's definitely uh, been shooting Lose Each Other with Tiana Taylor and then Elton John on the piano. That is definitely... Did you get to meet Elton John? Sorry. No, I didn't because of oh. the pandemic. Oh. <laughs> it was that have been crazy. Oh. <laughs> How's it like working with Tiana Taylor? Because she seems like so dope and everything. And I know like she has a show coming on. I'm about to check that out. Cause I know like reality shows, they be like, I'd be sick of them. But like, hers is like, I seems like genuine, like looks funny and everything. So I'm, I'm going to check that one out when it drops. But like, how's it like, like, how is she like as a person? You just literally, you said it all. Like, what you oh. see is no, genuine, super nice, like, no BS. What you see is what you're going to get. And she truly cares for the people that she works with, you know? So that's just amazing. Like, she is she is so dope. What's, like, the best thing you learned from her? Um, ooh, it's seeing her working as a director, but then being the artist as well on set so I think learning from her is how hands-on she is like she'll literally she's the director and then the next moment she's like standing there making sure she gets her shots she makes sure that she knows who is wearing what like she's very hands-on because you know it's about her it's it's her music so she's going to be hands-on but I feel like that is something that I really admire that is she that she's so involved and that she's really her own boss like she's doing it out here she's doing what she wants to do and i think that's super dope and how humble she is as well like that reminds me of you can be an amazing star and still be like super humble and remember where you came from so that's really dope could you see yourself like transitioning and doing films or anything since you've been like on the music video sets a lot I would love to. Well, would, what would you like like want to do? Like, would you be like a writer or just director? Directing mm-hmm. seems so much fun. I could see myself directing for sure. 
I don't think I would necessarily be a writer. I, I could definitely self, I could definitely see myself directing and like, I have a sense of leadership in me and I like to be in control over situations as well. So I could see myself in a position where I'm like organizing a lot of stuff. Um, so seeing how that goes and what it takes to make a music video is very, it's really dope. Cause it's more than what you see on YouTube when you watch the music video. So that's really cool. So you dance with Tiana. Um, who's somebody that you would want to really like dance for? There are a couple of people. Obviously Beyonce, who doesn't? <laughs> not want to work for Beyonce. <laughs> I am a huge fan of Ariana Grande, like since day one. I don't know if it's because she's a cancer too, but I'm just like, I would love to like dance she on her. Sing, yo. I feel people underestimate her singing ability. Like she can really sing. These vocals and yeah, she, she's... these. Know, she videos, be hitting some notes. I'm like, yo, I haven't heard that in a minute. Like people hitting those like, type notes. Live. Like, are you nuts? I was like, no, like she she can really sing. That's why I respect her so much because, yeah, she's like an earth angel. I would love to dance for her. And then, ooh, Janet Jackson, that is. You know, Janet Jackson was literally like my first crush growing up, like for real. Like, her, like if anybody disrespected Michael or Janet Jackson, I'd be like trying to fight them. I'd be like, yo, y'all cannot talk about them. <laughs> That's just the top of the top leg. Don't. What are you gonna say? I feel like that's like the greatest like music duo, like brother sibling or like brother sister duo ever. Like I just I don't think there will ever be something like that again. Yeah. And then when Scream dropped, like that was like oh my goodness. No, I love Janet Jackson. What was like your favorite Janet Jackson song? Oh, there's a couple of them. I love. I get so lonely we ain't gonna get no sleep i have a whole playlist with janet jackson music i go outside of my house i put it on and i literally start like doing little jazz choreographies on her music so whatever mood i'm in control rhythm nation there the the list goes on literally the list goes on how about you no i i, I don't i like every like it's hard for me because like when i play one janet jackson song i play like a whole catalog like and my friends be annoyed by that too. Like, say I just played on the speaker in the house, they'd be like, "Yo, you gonna play something else?" You just play like fifteen Janis Jackson songs in a row. Same thing with Michael. I'll do that too. Like, just a couple artists I only do that with. So it's like, no. you just can't play one song by her. It's just that's like the rule for me. That's so dry. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> like, it's like, oh, let's just play. We can't just play one song. They really be, be mad at me. They're like, "Yo, you gotta like change this or da da da." But bro, just. It's Jam Jackson, relax, yo. All right, go off, continue, because it's a whole vibe. Like, she gets you in a whole mood, literally. If there's a, if there, uh, has there been a music video that you, like, saw that you wish you were in? Well, right now, Normani's. Oh, Wild Side? Yes. That's definitely one that I'm like, wow, I wish I could just even be in rehearsals for that. That music video is just, it had everybody quiet. No, yeah, I'm I'm happy she's finally dropping music. I was just like, I've been waiting. I say, like, yo, I think she dropped motivation and dip. I'm glad she's making music again. Um yeah. So I don't even know. <laughs> I, 
Uh, what do I talk about? Wait, is there anything you want to talk about? Is there anything I want to talk about? Uh, Just to say? Anything you want to say? Go ahead. You got the floor. <laughs> so, first of all, I want to thank you for having me. And I was just like wondering, like, how is LA? Because I really want to make, I've never been within these three years. I've never been to LA. And I feel like I should make a trip. Like, what is, how, how is LA? Like, have you, you've been to New York, right? Yeah, I've been to New York. I Honestly, I kind of wish like New York had LA weather. Yes, I know. That's 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 a big thing. Uh, but no, it's it's LA is really cool. Like, um, I would just I don't know how to explain it. Like, I keep to myself, but I'm still like working in industry. Like, I I don't know how to explain it. Like, I wouldn't try to be. That's what that's that's why I see people go wrong. Like, they'll come here, and then they act like themselves, or whatever, and then out of nowhere they'll like change up and be totally different, just so they can reach a different stature. When all they really had to do is be themselves, because that's what they got. Or that's what got them here. So I don't know, but honestly, that's like LA is dope as hell, though. There's so much things to do and everything. Yeah. But yeah, I would just like stay, remain yourself, and you'll be fine. Wow. I see like a lot of people out like, they'll do some stuff and then they totally like fall off and never be seen or heard from again. So I was like, you know, because they're trying to chase cloud or whatever. But yeah. You know, like, LA is like it has its perks though. I don't know, but there's a lot of clout chasers here. I'm not oh, gonna. Okay. I remember I went to Beverly Hills to pick up something, and I saw somebody like go to the store to get like a um a Louis Vuitton bag, just like a shopping bag. Yeah. And then like in Beverly Hills, they have these nice cars lined up and everything. So they, I think they put something in the bag to make it seem like they bought something from Louis Vuitton, and they, they took a picture of the car. And oh. I, was like, I was like, yo. <laughs> I was like, no. I was like, oh, he can't be serious right now. I must say, like what you just said is also something that I do feel about Americans. Like, like it's cloud- a, lot of, uh-huh. a lot of cloud chasing. Um, I'm like, yo, if you put that much effort in just to actually doing the work, like you'd be so much further in life. Like, she asked for the bag. <laughs> Yo, and it was crazy too because it just it was like 10 in the morning on a Saturday. I remember I will forever remember that in my head. I was like, oh my goodness, you really can't make this shit up. She know, like she had to be quick before you know she started spotting. I wasn't even a she, it was a he. It was it was a dude that did that. Oh boy. I was like, what are y'all on? It's like 10 a.m. on Saturday. Like go <laughs> go to the beach or something. Like this there's, <laughs> there's so much other things that you can do to look like you're like studying and stuff. Mm-hmm. Was, I, I will forever remember that day i was like what the fuck wow that's hilarious yeah honestly. i was that shit was crazy no i remember i went to the store i have like a gift card and i was like hey i just want to see how much i have my gift card and i remember the dude he came up to the register he said hey do you guys sell bags or he have like a bag and they thought he was talking about like the regular louis vuitton bag they're like no just a shopping bag and then they sold it for him for like a dollar or something whatever and he took the back and he went outside and took the picture from like some, it was like a, I think it was like a, a yellow black um, a Bugatti, I think actually. Oh uh, my God. But yeah, I remember walking outside and he, him and his friends taking pictures. And I was like, you know, you guys, you guys can't be serious. It's 10 a.m. Like, like. <laughs> they are serious. Like no shame. That's something too. Like I really wish I like I really kind of wish like 
I knew the Instagram so I could see this shit. I was like, you were curious to see that photo. What but yeah, that's kind of like that's what some people do in LA. That kind of sums up what some people do. But there's a lot of like honestly, like there's a lot of dope people too. It's like it's some days you get good days, some days you get bad days. But it's like overall, it's it's been a good experience. I usually just stay to myself, hang out with my friends and everything. Da da da. Don't try to get too much caught up in the Hollywood stuff. Yeah, but no, yeah, LA is dope. This hella opportunity, like, cool. Cause everybody cloud chasing, so you get opportunities crazy. So, mm, wow, look at you that. think about moving out here? I think that once you, I don't know, I feel like the realness of New York and how thing how things move here. I don't think I'm an LA girl. No, I like New York. Like, New York people are so rude. They are a little bit though. They are. I like that at least they like themselves though. Like I don't, I, I know what to expect from New York. I don't know what to expect from anybody in LA. Like they, I don't know. I know what I expect from a New Yorker. Like that's the- yeah, New Yorkers, but I like that though. Like at least you're gonna know what you're gonna get. And I feel like I feel like if I would go to LA and like live there, I would have to be a movie star or something like that. I don't think I can see myself. I mean, I would go for dance, make a trip, but like plan a trip. I don't really see myself moving out there. I'm very like straightforward, down to earth. So if I hear your story, I don't know if I could, if I would be able to. No, keep you could definitely do that though. I mean, like it works. I'm just saying, just keep that same mentality. Don't, that's right. the thing. Like people come out here and they like, yo, da, 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 da. And then out of nowhere, they just, all right, I'm going to become a cloud chaser or something. <laughs> that's my old day. Like, there's a lot of people out here just, all right, cool, I'm going to just focus. But there's a lot, also a lot of people, I am a cloud chase. I'm going to look cool on the gram, da, 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 da. I'm like, okay. But I'm definitely, like, when this pandemic is over, I definitely, like, I need to make a trip. I need to. No, yeah, LA's dope. I, I like LA. Yeah. I just wish New York had LA. If New York had LA, whether I probably live in New York. I know, because it's the winters for me. No, it's. Cause it rains and shit. I, I lived in Seattle, Washington, and all it does is rain there. And I was like, you know what? I'm kind of done with that lifestyle. Oh. The cold winters and shit. The wind smacking in your face. And I'm, I'm like, I, I like the 80 degree weather in winter in LA. I'm gonna take that. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, not nice, but you know. Is there any other places like you really want to visit before, like, or just you want to visit in general? I've been to quite some places, but like LA is definitely one of them. Um, I've never been to like Houston. Mm-hmm. Would, no, it would it would only be LA because I've I love Miami. Like I've been to Miami, I love it there. But I feel like I only love it because it was. If like you're visiting, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how I felt about Vegas. Vegas, oh, Vegas was dope too. Yeah, I can I couldn't live in Vegas, but like visiting is always like. I can't live there though. Is it so much or no? It's just like if you like think outside like the strip of Vegas, everything else is boring and it's just hot <laughs> as fuck. Like if you had to live there, it would be like miserable. Like mm. uh, LA and New York, probably the only places I can see me living in the United States because okay, cool. Da, 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 da. I, but so Vegas cool. would be so boring. Like just going to visit and everything, that would be fun. But like yeah. living there, no, I couldn't do it. Yeah. There ain't nothing out there. It's just heat. They don't have no water or nothing. No, I'm good. No. No. Miami, I couldn't live there. I get in trouble. 
You get in trouble? Why? Because you're going to go out all the time? No, I just, I don't know. Everybody I know that goes to Miami gets in trouble. Right? Um, it can be like the nicest person that really says nothing and they get in trouble. Like, How do y'all get in trouble? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a, that was just my sign to like, you know what? You just can't live there. But yeah. like visiting, yeah, cool. But no, like New York, LA, those are the places I'd be like, okay, I'm cool to live in. New York is so fun. I love New York so much. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Lit. No, yeah, New York summers. I don't know how it is now, but I know like back in the day, like Flatbush, Brooklyn, that used to be lit. 125th Street in Harlem, like that shit. Yes. <laughs> up, they're outside playing music. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. and the sprinklers and the uh, things go off and it's everywhere. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Literally. Like they will just like open it. No. Yeah. Go knock, run up the stoop, knock on your friends' doors and shit. I, I love New York. I feel like a little kid when I go there. Yeah. But uh, thank you. I appreciate you taking your time out of your day to talk to me. Anytime. <laughs> thank Anytime. you. I'll talk to you later. Peace. Yes. Thank you for having me. No problem. Bye. Take Bye. care. Be safe. Be safe. <laughs> of course. Bye.